0: Yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. As we have described, silly season is in full effect and it's just, it's getting sillier. It's... It's getting sillier, and I mean, there's literally a team who's currently just playing FIFA career mode right now, and it's really fucking annoying me.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, you couldn't have said it any better. Just, it's silly season, and, uh, I just don't understand. All these insiders, not just Fabrizio Romano, but all these insiders, is this just honestly their job? Like, I know, I know it's Fabrizio Romano's full-time job, but even like the club specific people like you know the guy the people that you rely on for your team like that, that do all the you know the leaks the the rumors of transfers and stuff is that all they do or, or do they like are they actual like journalists and do other things I, I don't know I know there's one guy that does it for, uh, for Liverpool like James Pierce and he's from the Echo so like he is like an actual writer he just is also does this but there's some people like I, I just don't get
1: well, all of these writers in quotation mark are gonna need to find new jobs. So, because chat AI is just gonna just absolutely replace anyone who's ever written an article a day in their life. Well, like, oh, yeah. It's, so they have to they have to do something. So, um, yeah. I, I referred to I referred to the one club playing FIFA Career Mode. So, JD, you and I, both. I would not say experts, but we are seasoned fifa players i'm a i'm an expert career mode player, yeah, and career mode is where I bring this conversation to j d when you start a new career mode, what's the first thing that you truly truly do financial takeover uh <laughs> not the financial takeover part, it dep- but it
0: depends it depends so. what i'm doing, but what i do oh you is, oh, I, I make t- my manager look really stupid
1: i take <laughs> yes actually yeah that Absolutely. That's the first thing you do. <laughs> um, dear FIFA, let me change the height of my coach. I, he, like All coaches should not be the same generic height. I would like my coach to either be seven feet tall or five foot one. And I would like <laughs> nowhere in between. Um, no, JD, what I do is I go to my squad and I list two thirds of them and I transfer list them all. And I oh, just yeah. patiently wait for the calendar to go by and different teams bid random numbers and i sell 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 well we kind of talked about a little bit on the last episode but chelsea have a uh, have unloaded an obnoxious amount of players and it's like and it's funny because it's not even to saudi arabia it's like literally like now it's just everywhere n'golo kante here we go to saudi arabia Edward Mendy, here we go, to Saudi Arabia. Hakim Ziyech, here we go, Saudi Arabia. Kula Bali, here we go, Saudi Arabia. Kovacic, here we go, Manchester City. Um, now you also have Loftus-Cheek, who's apparently heavily rumored to AC Milan. You have uh, Kai Havertz, who is apparently one and a half feet into the door for Arsenal. And Manchester United and Chelsea are apparently, like, one conversation away from coming down to a deal for Mason Mount. Holy shit, JD. I mean, literally, what is this? Eight or nine Chelsea players out the door, and the window just opened up. Yeah,
0: I I think... I think somebody finally explained it in layman's terms to Todd Bowley. Like, you literally need to make seven hundred million pounds in in player sales this summer, or we, or this club will go under. I, I, I think somebody finally explained it, you know, in like third grade terms. So I, I think, I think that's why it's happening. I Todd Bowley is obviously a good enough businessman to have had the money to buy Chelsea. So once somebody explains it in business terms, maybe he understands it. So I, I, I have to give it to Chelsea to be honest. They they are fire sailing quick and efficiently. Um, I it doesn't change the fact that they literally bought like twelve players for seven hundred and fifty million pounds in like twelve months. But I, I don't know. I, I just I am I'm a little surprised actually, I, and this is to my surprise Chelsea are doing what they need to do they shouldn't have bought the players that they bought but because they did they need to do this and I I'm a little shocked that they're actually going through with
1: it yeah it's it it is truly interesting because like and again I'm jaded as a Manchester United fan we don't do business fast period ever and Like, seeing, like, literally, if you checked at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, one player got the here we go. And then three hours later, another player got the here we go. And then the next morning you wake up, boom, you get the here we go. And it's just, like, dude, this is, like, happening literally in a day.
0: Like, this is, like, the, this is, like, you know, when you watch The Bachelor in the first couple episodes when, like, six people get, you know, knocked off. Because they have to slim it down. Like,
1: I totally know the bachelor absolutely we are actually
0: i will say i've never watched the bachelor before but i I know like
1: i know memes of the bachelor not after that comment not after that comment jd closet watches the bachelor hard okay JD, Matt, JD do, you, has, do you honestly
0: think I watch reality uh, TV? Uh, J.D.,
1: after that comment, I don't know. you. I am
0: th- I am way too cynical. The, you know what I do watch? I watch the memes of reality TV. Did you ever watch Total Drama Island? J.D., your shoulders... Because that's actually what I was more taking it from. Just I know that most people would know that's
1: a joke on The Bachelor. J.D., your shoulders were pinned back. Your chest was out when you described, yeah, in the first episode, six people go. And it's like... You said that confidently. <laughs> you said that like you knew what you were talking about. So Man, you you think you think you have something here, and you you just don't. Like, nope. I'm gonna have my best guys on this. I, I I'm gonna find. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. But, um, a lot of crazy stuff with Chelsea going on. Um, Christopher and Cuckoo was officially announced for Chelsea, but we knew that was coming. Um, I'd like to reiterate terrified like absolutely like i am terrified this guy is a baller he is yeah but he just signed for chelsea I, and, and that's that's what we've said about a lot of players that they still, signed recently still not happy about it still not happy about it but i i hate to keep it with chelsea but Romelu lukaku is expected to at least go back to chelsea as like like he has to his loan with intern inter is over um Romelu Lukaku did make a few quotes uh, about the whole... never
0: never done that before.
1: Yeah, so uh, he made it clear there have been no negotiations with AC Milan. Uh, Romelu Lukaku wants to stay in Europe. He is not interested in joining a uh, Saudi Arabian club now. Um, His position with Chelsea is clear. Uh, Chelsea apparently have an interest in signing Romelu Lukaku, but there is no firm offer. Um, but Romelu Lukaku did address Inter. The ball is in their court. So I think it really comes down to it. I I think Romelu Lukaku would like to stay in Italy. I think that's a good fit for him personally. But I wonder truly how much, because Inter, Inter don't want to get burned by Chelsea. They don't. And I feel like Chelsea might try to cash grab here, um... Yeah, they, a, they don't need to do anything. I, I I think a fair number for Romelu Lukaku is $45 million. I I think that is a fair number, because that's a guy in Serie A who's going to get you 20 goals, and, like, he's just... He's going to work. Especially because they just lost uh, Desko. Inter need... Dzeko. Je- Deco Who gives a shit? Um... The Z is silent, man. And we we don't know what's going on with Martinez at Inter, so really the striker position is a question. So I think if you can get Romelu Lukaku at not an outrageous price, I think it would be smart for him to stay in Italy.
0: Yeah, I mean, Inter Milan are are in the rare situation where they just played in the Champions League final and didn't get killed in it. They could attract a lot of good strikers. I don't think they need Lukaku. And and if they, if if they want to stick at the Chelsea and just say fuck it we're not we're not giving you money, they I think they could and be fine. They could lose they could lose Lautaro Martinez and get a guy from a lower you know a, a lower table Italian team or just somebody from you know the Austrian Bundesliga or something like that and probably be fine. No,
1: and you and you're not wrong like. That's what I wish, like, bigger clubs like United did. Like, took risks on, like, inexperienced. Like, again, I can't stress enough, like, if Julian Alvarez played for Manchester United, he'd currently be the starting number nine. Like, he'd be, like, 19 years old or 22 years old and be the starting number nine for this club. like.
0: I mean, you just spent 100 million euros on a winger from Ajax who had, like, 12 goals last season. I is in that our, not ta- is that is that not taking a risk? On
1: in hey, in our season preview, uh, I have seen nothing but really good things from Anthony in the off season, like training wise. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see what a full offseason, a full preseason, like what could happen. But look, um, I've said it, I've said it a million times this season. You widen the goal twenty yards and move it like twenty yards to the left. Anthony would be scoring forty goals a year. Let's make it happen. Um. Sandro Tonali, for those who don't know or are not familiar with Serie A, he is probably the best CDM in Serie A. I, I, I confidently... And a FIFA career mode legend. Yeah, if he's an absolute gem in FIFA career mode. He just, he just always ends up being an absolute cracked player. But Sandro Mar- uh, Tonali is apparently heavily linked with Newcastle. Newcastle have officially submitted a bid. And have officially agreed to uh, advance talks on a contract, JD. That would make Newcastle a whole lot better, having a true CDM like that.
0: Yeah, I mean him, Bruno Gamersh and I mean fucking Joe Linton.
1: At this point, I, I, that is a ridiculously good midfield. Like, now, I what would you what would you think? Like you say Joe Linton, but hear me out. James Madison is still a free agent. Imagine a, yeah. new, imagine, yeah. a new, imagine a imagine Newcastle three of James Madison staying forward, Bruno getting doing box to box, and Sandro Tonali playing cleanup. That's, that's... I
0: I I think what you what you, what you have. In, I'm not I'm not saying Joel Winton is an out and out better midfielder than James Madison. That's not what I'm saying. What you get from Joel Winson is physicality. What you the opposite of what you get from James Madison is physicality. So I I don't know like even if you get James Madison on a free, he's probably going to be injured half the season anyway. So when you do, when he is fit, yeah, you play him, but you know, you have a reliable backup at Joel Linton. So I, I don't know. I I think that's no matter what, that is going to
1: be a cracked midfield. I did stress before that. Oh, you know, I want to stay on this. Apparently like the rumors are, it's about 70 million with add-ons and you know, in today's market, that's that's, worth it. He's like 23. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I think he's a little is he i think he's a little older than that i, he I might be 24 but i thought i, I thought I, I i thought he's like 25 26.
0: No, no 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 oh
1: no if he's that young then yeah i think 70 millions an easy to happen okay was, 23. he was born may 8th 2000 that he only just he
0: just turned 23 God, I'm fucking old. I'm, what um, I'm telling you is, he was, I was buying him on FIFA career mode on my road to glories in the fourth tier of English football. I was buying him in like FIFA 17 or FIFA 18 when he was like 17 or 18 years old. Yeah. Like, I remember because he was always on the list of like, you know, cheap wonder kids and goddamn it, yeah. five seasons in, he'd be a 94 overall. Yeah. Like, I, this I kid think, is amazing. Uh,
1: I, I do believe that if Newcastle get him. I think 70 might be a lot for Newcastle, but we'll see what happens. They do have the new ownership, so again, you know, spend the money where you got it. Uh, but I do remember at the beginning of the transfer window hearing a rumor that like Newcastle's transfer budget was only going to be like 80 something million, and if you're going to be spending 90% of it on a CDM, that's as tough.
0: Well, that's- I think think who do they have that they could maybe offload? Alain did like, Maximin didn't, didn't play as much as we probably expected him yeah, to this year. Uh,
1: but, no, I, uh, J.D., I... I you, got, you got 40 mil for him. I, I desperately, desperately think, and this is no offense to Newcastle, like, they have assets, but they're using those assets. Like, they don't have, like, assets they're not using, if that makes any sense. They don't have star players. Like, if you look at Liverpool, you look at United, you look at Chelsea, like, you look at the other big clubs in the league... They have assets that they don't use day in and day out. And, again, I'm not trying to offend Newcastle here. I think they have, like, 12 or 13 really good guys, but those are the 12 or 13 really good guys who play every single game week. Like, I, I don't think they can count on Alan T. Maximin's fitness. Now, that is a fair
0: point. That is a fair when, point. When you have Miguel Almarone, who... Does stay fit, it, and, and I, what, it pains me to say it, but Anthony Gordon—they spent all that fucking money on him. He's—I think he's going to play over Sam Axman overall, mostly because Sam Axman isn't fit all the time.
1: <sighs> It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting because again, this is Newcastle's first big transfer window where they like have the money and a Champions League spot. It's going to be interesting, but one of the major, major talking points in transfer news is the Declan Rice saga. Now we are very much aware that west ham have already made it official that there's there's just not a shot he's coming back but they are keeping it nice close tight to the belt by saying that you better bring your best offer cuz that is only thing that will happen arsenal manchester united and manchester city apparently are all at least humoring talking to West Ham trying to figure something out. Uh Arsenal did uh propose an 80 million euro bi- uh pound bid. It was rejected of course. Uh Manchester City have apparently at least begun negotiation while Manchester United apparently have offered a play uh offered a cash and player option uh with Harry Maguire being one of the pieces as David Moyes suits Harry Maguire to his style of football. I feel like that's that brings down the offer. Again, if David Moyes rates Harry Maguire, that's a win-win for United. But I think for a club like West Ham, I, I truly, truly, truly think they're just going to want the cash. And not... I like,
0: bold, of, bold of you to assume Harry Maguire is has the ability to play in this league. Let alone again, you know,
1: again okay. a, a better team. Hear me out, Harry Maguire. Why do I? Why is it? He's, every, he's championship. He's championship quality, Matt. Why on every po- episode I find myself defending Harry Maguire's worth? Like every episode, like I think it's because deep down you
0: really like him.
1: I, I want to be very clear that Eric Ten Hag played. Four or five different, four or five different players at center back before Harry Maguire literally played uh, Luke Shaw the left back at center back, while a healthy Harry Maguire was on the bench. I cannot stress and, enough.
0: And somehow Harry Maguire still starts over uh, Fakayo Tomori for the England national team
1: again. But this is where I'm saying Harry Maguire in the right system works. If he's playing in a back five where he like they play a, like they play far back. It, dude, when they're playing, just...
0: like, Malta or North Macedonia,
1: yeah, they don't concede. Like, no, no fucking shit. <laughs> like, hey, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, um, I truly believe West Ham just want cash. And I still think, even though Manchester City and Manchester United are in this race... I think Arsenal are going to do what they have to do to get this deal over the line. There's rumors that Thomas Partey is on his way out. There's rumors of uh Juventus talks. Uh, we'll bring that up on another episode cuz I was just I couldn't find enough on it to like find weight to it. But if Thomas Partey is out, Declan Rice has to be the option. So this is really on the cronkies and it's on Arsenal like honestly 100 million is a lot. I'm not going to stress. 100 million euro pounds for a center back or for a CDM is ridiculous. I mean it is. Yeah, this is a guy who's going to be defending 60% of the time, 70% of the time. But Chelsea ruined the market. Yes, Chelsea in fact did ruin the market. But if you're Arsenal, I think Declan Rice is priority number 1 cuz when Thomas Partey was playing at his absolute best, his absolute pinnacle best, Arsenal were one of the best teams in the league, one of the best teams in Europe. When Thomas Partey slipped and Thomas Partey got injured, Arsenal's flaws started to show heavily. If you can get Declan Rice who will be good for all 38 game weeks. Yeah, do it. Spend the money, get this over the get this over the line. He's young, he's good, he's versatile, he's an absolute fucking unit. He is captain quality. Like, I can't stress that enough. Like, yes, he's not going to take the captain's armband over Odegaard, but he's captain quality, if that makes any sense. It's another leader on the field, and I think that trait alone is priceless. Uh, for me, J.D., if if they want 90, if they want 95, fuck it. If they want 100, I think this is literally like just give them what they want and just fucking get this done. I, I think we're all under the assumption that if Manchester City...
0: Even kind of just want him. They're not gonna get him. Like I, I'm sorry. I city just get whoever the they, whoever they want. I right? money's no issue. God forbid. Like it's true that they want to do cash plus Calvin Phillips. If I'm West Ham, I take that deal. What eighty million pounds plus Cal- Calvin Phillips. You not only have a pretty good replacement plus eighty million.
1: I I don't know. And, and you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong. The second I don't want to, I don't want to see it. but... Well, it's a cheat code because it's like one of these things where, like, oh, good. Who are you gonna play? Are you gonna play world class, um, Rodrigo, or are you gonna be, um, Rodri, or are you gonna be playing world class, you know, or Declan Rice? Like, f- fuck all of us. Like, or,
0: you some, or are you some, or are you somehow playing Rodri, uh, Rodri with Declan
1: Rice and right in front Kevin De Like, that's that is a stupid midfield. Kevin De Bruyne might never have to defend ever again. Like, yeah. ever. Like, but we're going to, as more information, again, the thing with the transfer saga and everything, the more information, every single day, more and more news comes out, and it just gets a little bit more ridiculous as we go. So. <sighs> I I love it and hate it, JD, at the exact same time because I am just so tired of all the absolute bullshit that just gets funneled in. But Manchester City, again, were in this, and they got Kovacic. But apparently there are rumors of one of their stars out the door, as well as a here-we-go confirmed out the door. We'll start with the here-we-go first. Ilkay Gundogan. The absolute gem. Michael Jordan in the last month of the season has officially made his way to Barcelona on a fray. Contract expired, of course. How? How could, like, I really, it confuses the shit out of me. Now, Barcelona must have spent an obnoxious amount of money to get him, like, per week, per week. Yeah, he's probably on 300k a week. How do you leave a treble winning team? Like, I, I just... It, it, it hurt... Like, if he went to Saudi Arabia, it would be like, oh, yeah, because he got the bag. Dude. He, he's not
0: that old. That's but, the thing. Like, he can still play at a high level, as you showed in the last month of the season.
1: It, it just... It hurts my face, because it's just like, dude, it is still very public that Barcelona still haven't paid some of their players. Like, literally, Frankie de Jong is still missing wages. Like... That didn't disappear, by the way. The whole saga from last tran- the last summer transfer window where like De Young um, didn't leave because Barcelona owed him wages and if he went to United, he wouldn't have gotten those. Yeah, from everything I've collected, De Young still hasn't been paid. So how do you as a player, and this isn't just at El Cagunduan, this is at Robert Lewandowski, this is at Rafinha, this is all these players that force their way into Barcelona. Dude, they're not paying people. Like I think they're
0: selectively selectively paying people.
1: Like that's like saying, I don't think they
0: value Frankie de Young. So I, they thought that they could get by it, but
1: Which by the way, uh yeah, Frankie de Young, Ilkay Gundawan is coming for your job. Like very clear as day, like Ilkay Gundawan is going to be replacing you. So good luck. You know, you should have just came to United when you had the chance. Uh, but, yeah, that is... Yeah, uh, he, uh, he, he didn't want that either. <laughs> oh, I'll, uh, who knocked who out of the Europa League?
0: Just saying. I, um, oh, the Europa League. Hey, and that's, that's coming from Liverpool,
1: who's playing hey, it. And I will still say, oh, the Europa hey, League. Hey, who knocked out who? But the other big news is apparently the talks are heating up with Bernardo Silva on his way to Saudi Arabia. Every summer. That is... Well, to Saudi Arabia? No. Like, I know just, I mean, just Bernardo Silva leaving. Yeah, I, I, you have a point. It does seem like every single transfer window, Bernardo Silva's name comes up and it's like, it's kind of crazy that this is a guy who plays 90% of Man City's games yet still somehow, some way always ends up in the, oh, he's linked here. He's linked here. He's linked here. And it's like, if it was like, One rumor here, one rumor there, and that's just people talking. But you're right, J.D., this is literally every single open window Bernardo Silva's name gets thrown in the mixer. And with the way Saudi Arabia has thrown out massive contracts, I think these actually might stick. Like, I genuinely think Bernardo Silva might be on his way out. Matt, I think if you and I did a little
0: bit of, you know creative thinking and you know basically creating ourselves as players we could get a contract in Saudi Arabia at this point I'm gonna put together the highlight tape that's what I'm saying like with technology today the deep fake technology I think we could show like a you know welcome to Al Nasser like uh you know skills goals assists I think we can make that for the two of us and get ourselves you know a nice bumper like 200k a week deal (laughs) <laughs> just putting, you. just putting our face on, like
1: Can, cannot, wait, cannot, Cristiano Ronaldo from two thousand five. I cannot wait to tell my wife that we're gonna start moving. This is, this is gonna be interesting. I'll tell you that. You'll <laughs> so uh, say where you'll say, do you like sand? Do you like do, do you like looking to your left and seeing nothing, and then looking to your right and seeing nothing, and then just nothing? Do you do you? Enjoy oh, oh, by the way, it's one hundred twenty degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, at night. In the winter. At night. In the winter. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that is um, the only other real uh, transfer news that came out is um, Tottenham have officially replaced Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris confirmed he was out the door. Uh, They officially have their goalie, uh, G. 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 Luigi Viscaro, Viscaro, um, he is a goalie coming from the Italian league. Uh, $19 million is the fee on a five-year deal. Uh, sure. Okay. Cool. Um, I bet you his highlight film looks phenomenal. I bet you he has absolutely incredible saves. What, what team did he come from? He came from... So I, I heard his and, name in and, Discord and, and I... Empoli, 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 yeah. Empoli, okay. yeah. Empoli. Okay. Interesting. Um, how old is he? That I, I, let me look up. I have, I think I Hold have that how in do you my sp- notes. How do you,
0: what is his name again? Um, I'll,
1: t- I'll type it. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. His last name is V I C, A R I O. Scario. Oh yeah. Great pot <laughs> Great podcasting, by the way. <laughs> Guggen-
0: Guggen- Elmo Guznet vicario okay yeah i've no i've never heard yeah i i watch
1: i watch syria and i hands up
0: (laughs) sorry first first person that came up when i said vicario age was some woman that is 51 years old uh so this is how this is how unknown this guy is yeah um there's somebody with his last name and
1: like i like i said i i can't again and I get it. But like, hey Dan Levy, you just lost 20 26 by the way. Not terrible. Good age for a it, it good age, good, no, good good age a, for good a goalie. Over, yeah. But y- you didn't bring back Hugo Lloris. You haven't made any other signings this year. Yes, I understand that you're not paying Europe, playing Europe. But there are goalies like David Ray, Ray uh, from Brentford has literally acknowledged that Tottenham is a place he would love to go. And then Tottenham signed this guy, and it's like... And Dan- that's saying what? Somebody's saying, I would like to go to Spurs. It's like, Tottenham, you are making this harder for yourself for no reason whatsoever. You know, there are good goalies in the mixer right now. Like, there are good goalies circulating. And I'm actually not even trying to joke here. Genuinely not joking here, J.D. David De Gea is a free agent. David De Gea is a free agent. Like I think, as of July first, people could start talking to him. But like, I don't think you, I don't think you get anything more
0: out of David De Gea than you were getting out of Hugo Lloris.
1: You just get a younger goalie. Like that's all you get. Like again, I know just just output wise at this point, I don't, I don't think, I don't,
0: I think it's an even yeah, replacement. Like, but yeah, but you gotta, you gotta think. I don't know I don't with know. Lloris, I... how old he is. You, you want to at least improve down the road I get
1: that I get that but I want to stop gap I'm not trying to be mean and I'm not trying to insult Hugo Lloris but like I rate David De Gea better than Hugo Lloris if we're talking about shot stopping like there were like towards the end of last season Hugo Lloris was letting everything in and if you're Tottenham and you have the ability to just like again David De Gea is going to want around 200,000 pounds a week Give it to him. Give it to him on a three year deal. Let him, like, again, we've, he's proven, at least on the shot stopping part, he's very good at what he does. Fuck it. Let him go. Who cares?
0: Like, you act like, you act like David De Gea isn't going to be the starting goalkeeper for Inter Miami next
1: season. I would. Don't get near me. I, I can, (laughs) I can hit you from where you're standing. Um, but yeah. I'm sitting, Matt. (laughs) Um, no, not you. I'm talking about David De Gea. Don't do oh, it. Oh. Don't fucking do it. Uh but yeah. It's um that's all the real major talking points, at least transfer news, uh so far. Again, by the time this episode even hits your ears on friday when you're listening to it like everything we could have said either can been completely right or completely wrong there have been times jd and i have literally been talking about a hot take and by the time i hit my couch after the episode's over pull up twitter and go oh that deal's actually not happening and it's like oh good this is gonna hit people fresh in the morning when none of it fucking matters like that's the fun of silly season uh, silly season at its finest but at the end of Silly Season comes the Premier League. JD, we, we're we going to talk a little bit about the schedule, just a little bit. Um, I want to go through the opening weekend games, uh, and then we can talk about a few hot topics outside of that. Manchester City go away to Burnley. Can someone please on the internet, I know we have people who are very good at this. How many years in a row has Manchester City played a team that just came up?
0: L- it's like, it's probably it's probably a stat that somebody has like found you know a year or two ago because it's been so many seasons yeah
1: if you told me manchester city has like played the team just coming up six years in a row that wouldn't be a like if someone just in you'd casual, believe it you'd yeah, believe it if someone in casual conversation jd just came up to me and went yeah isn't it crazy man city played have played six straight teams that have just been freshly promoted i wouldn't even bring up my phone to try to google it i'd be like no that 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 sounds right. Like, I'm excited it's Burnley, because I think that's cool. Because I'd like to see what this Burnley team can do. But, I don't know, JD. I'm I, I'm not asking you to pick teams, because why the fuck would I do that? But, like, again, it just annoys the shit out of me that Manchester City, once again, have an easy first game.
0: Is it just a coincidence that it's the two title winners?
1: I I, I, oh, I have
0: no idea. That I, is, I have no idea. Is it may? Is that yeah. maybe a thing? Hey, that's
1: actually. I, I don't know. This is where we need a Jamie. JD, we need a Jamie. We we need to be the Joe Rogans here, and we need a Jamie. Like, hey, Jamie, look that up. Like, is that a legitimate <laughs> thing? But really quickly, I actually have the first few games of Manchester City schedule. JD, easy's the understatement. Away at Burnley, home to Newcastle, away to Sheffield United, home to Fulham, away to West Ham, home to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, literally, Newcastle is the only maybe interesting game. So you are we just like so usually as Premier League fans, we have this nice little like stopgap where it's like, eh, Manchester City kind of stay with the rest of the pack until February. The Premier League—they're no, they're winning probably all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Premier League's like, nah, we're just gonna take care of that now and just—they—they <laughs> they
0: don't want the drama of last season. They wanted—they want it over early. Yeah.
1: So, Ugh. um, yeah, we'll see. Arsenal is gonna be going up against Nottingham Forest. Uh, I feel like that is a good game for Arsenal. I think Arsenal at home. Uh, they—they have the whole jersey controversy right now. That's—that's that's a thing. Like I think they have like what is it the record on the inside of the sleeve is incorrect so they've had to recall all the like because they have the what did they have the tribute for the uh, invincible season but I think they actually have like the wins and draws mixed up or something like that if I read that correctly so I, I didn't see anything about that but so that's pretty funny so they're literally recalling all of the jerseys. they're like stopping production and it's like pain like arsenal only knows pain but i don't know jd arsenal that's a good game i in my opinion i think that's a good game to start the season
0: yeah yeah no i would say so so
1: bournemouth is gonna be hosting west ham united cool Cool. (laughs) jd and i said cool at the same time like good job um Brighton are going up against Luton Town. It is at Brighton. We did address this on the last episode. Luton's yeah. first home game is hosting Burnley the second week of the season, but Brighton versus Luton. I'm going to try to watch that. I think that's going to be a good fucking game. Like it'll be interesting. Be. Like we're going to be able to, we're going to be doing summer scouting for, uh for Brighton. We're going to be we're going to be attending a closed door friendly. JD and I um we're going to be I just realized James Milner might play in that game that we're going to. Do you own a James Milner jersey? Question mark. I don't, and which is actually shocking. That would be probably a guy I probably would have. A I up. would tell you to wear a James, the James Milner jersey, except flip it, like reverse it, like have the number on the front, so that like when he's taking a corner kick, you could just go, James Milner, I love you. Sign my jersey. I mean, I mean he is he is such a great guy, you know club legend. i'm excited for him
0: at brighton actually. yeah
1: that's actually a move that like low-key just happened and we really didn't talk about but yeah james milner Listen, it's, it's not yeah. that interesting it's yeah. really not that interesting they i everyone
0: knows why they brought yeah. in james milner to free because yeah. they're playing in europe for the first time ever and that's a guy that isn't gonna command <laughs> that's you know guy. more than like 100 125 000 a week and you're gonna get that experience it's like that's a guy that's a guy no, that's a very shrewd deal i uh-huh. i have to admit Everton Fulham
1: okay like yeah like ooh, great uh,
0: um gonna Ever- start the season off like <laughs> pretty much like the end of it. uh
1: can I already predict a zero zero draw JD like can I, can I like start writing down in my notes name? no you
0: you you give Everton too much credit
1: <laughs> we have Sheffield United opening up their new Premier League uh calendar against Crystal Palace at home. Uh, that should be interesting. That'll be cool. It'll be nice to see, like, Sheffield United back in the prem, and it's nice, like... Sander Burge, Ryan Brewster, yeah. all those guys that we kind yeah. of forget about. Um, one of the two really juicy games to start the season, and one is on Sunday. This is the primetime game on Sunday. Newcastle versus Aston Villa to start the season is juicy. That's oh, a yeah. That is a... Juicy fucking way to start the season. You have a team in Champions League and a team in the Europa League conference. Aston Villa, I believe, are going to try to get better in this in this summer transfer window. Hell yeah, give me the good. They already have Yuri Telemans. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about adding just a few more depth roles. Because again, when you play in Europe, you're going to have to be playing more football. So, but for me, I think this game is this game is juicy. This game is. Like, I love the fact that it's prime time. I like that it's the final slot on Saturday. Good. Like, good. Like, give me that shit. That's the shit I fucking want. Yes. Brentford is going to be hosting Tottenham on that Sunday. Um, I know Tottenham finished the season so shitty, but, I mean, Tottenham are probably going to be expected favorites. Like... I I mean, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll be projected favorites,
0: you know, at the start of a new season, who knows, you know, who they're bringing in, but like, I don't know, man, Brentford's a good fucking team. Uh,
1: Again, it's, it's going to be good, but the other really. We act like, we act like we're actually previewing these games in June. (laughs) That's what you get here at the EPL Boys. We're giving you the most up-to-date and earliest predictions possible, like. Yep. Um, you don't see Men in Blazers doing that. No. No. Men in Blazers isn't even thinking about this. The two Robbie's not in our neck of the woods. <laughs> Get out of here with that rookie shit. But
0: but but please come on as guests. Yeah. Please. Um, I beg of you.
1: I don't even know what we would do if we had one of the two Robbie's here. Like I'd probably I'd probably just shit on Everton the entire time. Like, you know what? You know, here's another reason why Everton is dog shit. It's like <laughs> um the other really, really good game of the week, uh, first weekend, and this is the prime time slot on Sunday, uh, Chelsea hosting Liverpool. JD, do you – is this something you wanted? Like, if someone gave you the option of starting the season off against a great opponent, like a, a good opponent, like a, one of the big six, or would you rather have an easy game to start the season, what would you prefer? Uh, Probably a bigger game. Yeah, it, as for Liverpool, they tend to
0: not do well against the the lower teams early on in the season. So I'm actually excited for this matchup, because uh, Chelsea are who who knows they could bring in the right pieces, but it's the first game of the season. Yes, whether those are gonna gel, I think Liverpool, if anything, you know that the last two months of the season showed you is that they're kind they kind of got it back and they're putting a few little pieces together this summer in the midfield that I think are only going to be good. So I I I, I feel good about that.
1: I, also, I really back the idea of, like, you don't know what Chelsea you're going to get. Like, yeah, the Chelsea, they're going to have the preseason tour here in the U.S., and, yeah, they're going to have a few friendlies back in the U.K., but, like, you don't know truly what you have until you are playing Premier League football. And... Liverpool were one of the best teams to finish the season. They truly were. And, like, yes, you've lost Bobby Firmino. But Liverpool already brought in McAllister. That's a huge boost to the midfield. And Liverpool probably aren't done. So, like, with Chelsea, they've already made so many moves. It's truly, like, I I can't imagine if they just keep bringing in more and more people. Like, I think they now, like JD started at the beginning of this episode... They needed to talk about, like, they needed, what is it? They needed to uh, sell. They basi- yeah, yeah, they, they need- basically needed to sell, yeah. like, 700 million
0: pounds yeah. worth of
1: players. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. They, they probably won't get 700 yeah. million, but,
1: yeah. So, again, it's like, for Chelsea, it's like, I think the team is here, and now it's like, okay, Pochettino, you gotta put it together now. So, and then... I am so fucking pissed off, J.D. I am so fucking pissed off. The opening weekend to the Premier League and Man United go against Wolves, a team we always struggle against, on fucking Monday. Like, I'm not—like, I can try to watch this at work. I mean, I could try to take a half day, or I could just take, like— I could just leave early and try working from home. But, like, fuck me, Seriously, why is there even a Monday game on the opening weekend of the Premier League? Like, things that should not exist, period. Like, yeah, usually
0: is, there isn't a Friday game, right? There is no Friday game. I would d- usually It's usually a
1: Friday oh, game. Oh, no, there is, that, that there is. There is. There is. Oh, there is. There is. Okay. The yeah. I was going to say, they're usually. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley versus Manchester City is on Friday night. But I'm still, again, I'm putting my foot down. This is the opening week in the Premier League. Don't give me this fucking Monday yeah, shit.
0: D- don't yeah. Don't make a Monday game, especially what should be a decent game. Like,
1: like again, this is Manchester have,
0: pa- have Palace first full. I-, I forget who Palace is playing, but
1: I- again, it- it's it. But it's it, It's one of these things. Like Man United are still in the running to still bring in some world class players this transfer window, and like you're gonna have their Premier League debut be at home on a Monday fucking night.
0: Like, no, they, that won't be their debut. They're going to get signed on deadline day, shut and up. they're not going to be
1: ready to play on, shut, on opening day. Shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> He's so right, and I fucking hate that fucking JD is so right. There was a graph... um, <laughs> There was a graph of, like, average days United have done business on their big deals, and everything is past July 20th. And I'm just, like, <laughs> flips, like... And that's like
0: it's, it's like okay, so you need an extra three weeks to get them acclimated and you know get them up to the fit. I saw
1: that statistic and like looked at my watch and went, oh, it's June twentieth, and then I whipped something at the wall, like where I was at. I was like, what? So a month, like basically, it's gonna be a month before I see a massive signing. Fantastic, can't wait.
0: You're halfway through preseason. You're you're not even local at that point. You're off at preseason. I am. You have to have them fly, flown in. You know, it's they're gonna have to get acclimated to not just the team, but whatever preseason camp you're at. And then when you get back to Manchester, you, they have to get acclimated there. At, no, it's it, it, Manchester United do not do well with new signings playing opening day. Let's just put it that way.
1: I cannot stress. I don't even know if JD can see me anymore. I've slid so far down in my chair. I, am, I can see your chin. I am having a terrible time. I just... just <laughs> I want to be very clear... Every single day, Man United are linked with, like, 14 different players. And then there's a report that no deals are going to happen until the fucking takeover gets done. And then there's another rumor that the takeover is getting delayed because the Glazers want to make sure things are all prepared and set before the sale. And it's like, oh, we don't know if this will get done in the next two weeks. And then you watch all of your rivals buy players. And then you're just, like... You're, like, just looking around and you're just, like, this isn't even fair. Like, like pity on me god pity on me but um, oh yeah pity pity on the lowly manchester united the best football team in all the land woohoo that's a euro trip uh line for those who remember the mer- movie euro trip that was god euro trip yeah um, that's a throwback yeah that's one of the few movies i still have on dvd because i can't find it on a streaming service like yeah Yeah.
0: that's a lot of those old comedies yeah Yeah. like the early 2000s they just don't stream anywhere yep
1: like i have a few random comedies on the shelf that just like i won't ever get rid of because it's like they're not on streaming services and nothing's better than sometimes on like a sunday afternoon when nothing's going on popping in a blu-ray or a dvd and just like fuck it i'm gonna watch a movie you know what that movie is for me beer fest beer fest is a clutch movie beer fest is, i could yeah. watch that i could watch that like six or seven times a year you're all fur. like a, you're all fur yeah. coat and no trousers might be my favorite <laughs> line ever in a movie like <laughs> or when landfill goes oh we got the brits in round one yeah let's get them like we did back in world war Two. cheerio and it's like and ww2 it's like Whoa, i'm sorry what
0: Oh my god! I don't think I don't think I've seen that movie sober in ten years. It's a good movie, I, but like it's even. I know, good. no, it's great, and that's why I say I watch it like six or seven times a year. And all six or seven times, they're like when I have friends over, I'm yeah. at a friend's oh. place, and we put it on the background, absolutely, because I, I know the movie, I know the movie by heart.
1: Yeah, like, um, I'm like I'm peeking over at like my movies that like don't exist on. I have. I have basically a ton of random Adam Sandler like early stuff. White Chicks, White Chicks oh, is yeah, that's, a yeah, phenomenal fucking movie. Fucking Little Giants. Do you remember the movie Little Giants?
0: You, yeah. Do I remember
1: the Little Giants? You have that on DVD. I have that on fucking DVD. Bro, that is that is a probably a rare
0: DVD. Like, Damn, it is the Little Giants. What a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. Dude from Honey I Shrunk the yeah. Kids. And, dude. Uh, you, the d- girl. Oh, I forget who the girl's from.
1: But dude, do you, do you know why he doesn't? The, you know the, why he? The,
0: what's the wait? What's the play? What's the play? It's the oh. uh, the the annexation the of Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. <laughs> yes,
1: I love how it's just a bunch of kids training, and then John Madden and a bunch of fucking Hall yeah. of Famers get off a bus, and it's like,
0: uh, <laughs> the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs>
1: I also have all the ghost. I have all of the old Ghostbusters, which I'm very happy I have because the Ghostbusters will forever be a fantastic random rainy sunday night or sunday afternoon movies like ghostbusters they that those movies slap those movies yeah no they they do they do not not in the same way for me like beerfest
0: just cuz like i can't i couldn't watch those 6 or 7 times a year
1: oh no but... absolutely. no you watch it once you watch you you, yeah. you you watch it once and you enjoy the moment forever like I've I have a lot of the Will Ferrell
0: movies, uh, like Blades of Glory, Semi Pro, Taladigan Knights, King and Screaming, of course, like
1: Blades of Glory. Oh yeah, I got the, I got the special
0: edition. One. I got the special edition DVD, the one that clips open,
1: where or that like has the flap that goes out. It's awesome. I cannot stress enough how much Blades of Glory is like, Chaz Chaz oh. Michael Michaels is male's figure skating, <laughs> boom, <laughs> like. Uh, and the cast for
0: that. Yeah. Will Ornette and Amy Poehler yeah. just playing the fucking bad people. Oh, oh my, my God. God. John Heater.
1: Come come here and be my pretty lady, McElroy. Like, like <laughs> oh, my God. What a great fucking movie. Um, all right. We've, we've steered so far off track. Um, we'll talk about, uh, we'll do a couple uh, again next time we're on when it'll be Tuesday when you guys are listening we'll talk about some of the more developing news that comes on with the transfer window we'll talk about some of the teams that got relegated and how they're currently being dismantled uh it's it's JD myself and the whole world has described it as silly season and man it's silly alright but if you are not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at the EPL Boys for everything up to date here at the EPL Boys Camp. And if you are not already, please hit the subscribe button. Make sure you are getting updates from everything here. Once the episodes drop, make sure you get those updates. And remember, if you are an EPL fan and you have friends who are EPL fans, referrals are always appreciated. We are trying to grow our market more and more every single day getting you prepped and ready for a crazy 2023 2024 season it's already crazy that we're talking about that but for jd my name is matt guys i want you to be safe i want you to be well and we will see you guys next time
0: so